Grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation as we ponder the baptism of our Lord. The Old Testament reading just read a few moments ago, Isaiah 42, 1-7, to especially these words. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit on him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, to the nations, justice to the nations. Been uh, quite a trying time in our nation, hasn't it been? It's been two months since our national election. Turmoil, fighting, debate, people with many questions about the election and election integrity, clamoring for election reform, People, people in doubt. For the last six or seven months, our nation has been in turmoil. We've had rioting and looting in the streets. Oh, yeah, lots of peaceful protesting that ended up with death and destruction. People are confused. People are angry. Where's the justice? People are arrested and then let go. People are not arrested and then, for whatever reason, criminals, serious criminals, are set free from our prisons. People are confused and angry. People are fed up. They want justice. Everything over the last nine, seven, five, two months seemed to come to a head last Wednesday, didn't it? We had pictures of peaceful protest in our nation's capital peaceful protest that ended in death and destruction. People want justice. Sometimes people want their own justice. Maybe it's because they're confused and angry. Maybe it's because they feel weak or oppressed or brokenhearted. The clamor for justice in our land has never been louder. It's no coincidence that God's word for this week, God's word for this day, speaks of justice. In Isaiah 42, the first seven verses that are before us, 
We see God promising a servant. We know that this servant is not any old servant. This servant is Jesus. And in this particular servant song, the servant, Jesus, brings justice. He brings justice to the weak. He brings justice to the brokenhearted. He brings justice for the oppressed. He brings justice to those who are in prison and sets them free. Our servant, Jesus, who brings justice, does not bring justice like the world brings justice. How does the world bring justice? With power, and then more power, and then throw in a little bit of coercion, and then more power. And who gets, who gets crushed in the meantime? The weak, the oppressed, the brokenhearted. The world's power doesn't care who it breaks, who it snuffs out, who gets in its way. But our servant Jesus, our servant who is anointed by the Holy Spirit to bring justice, brings justice not in the way that the world does. Jesus, anointed by the Holy Spirit, comes certainly with power, certainly with wisdom, but with gentleness and humility. Did you hear those words in our text? A bruised reed he will not break. A smoldering wick he will not snuff out. That doesn't sound like the justice that is so pervasive in our world. Our servant Jesus comes and brings justice and sees the lowly, the brokenhearted, the downtrodden, the oppressed. And he doesn't step on them. He comes. He comes to save them. My friends, the world has always been crying out for justice. The pages of the Bible record many different peoples over many different centuries crying out for justice. And when they don't get justice the way they want, they take matters into their own hands. They blame anybody and everybody and even God for the lack of justice in this world. The world cries out for justice. The world fights wars for justice. The world protests and riots and destroys while it demands justice. In our word for tonight, God promises justice. 
through our servant Jesus. I've put my spirit on him. We heard that in our gospel reading as Jesus is baptized, ordained for ministry. His justice looks a little bit different than the rest of the world, doesn't it? He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard on the street. He's not going to give campaign stump speeches. He's not going to put out posts on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. No. In gentleness and humility, he will come to bring true justice. God's justice on the earth. It's a daunting task. But as he comes to bring this daunting task justice, this perfect divine justice to us, he will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth. My friends, he will not grow weary or become disgusted or in any way deterred until his justice goes out to the earth. And that's exactly why Jesus came into the world, to bring his justice. Jesus comes into this world of chaos and injustice. He comes into this world of sin. You know the kind of sin I'm talking about? Pride and selfishness. Greed and idolatry, sexual immorality, every conceivable sin that you can think of that brings and continues chaos in this world. Jesus, our servant, comes into this world to establish justice. When you hear that word justice, what do you think of? Perfect justice means that the guilty are punished. Perfect justice means that the innocent go free. No loopholes, no bribery, no exceptions. This is perfect justice. And that's what Jesus brings. But in the most amazing twist, our servant Jesus brings justice to the earth. Brings justice to the Gentiles. Brings justice to you in a bizarre way. Jesus says, the guilty must be punished. The innocent must be set free. And then he looks out at the world. He looks out at you. And he says, your sins are mine. Your sins of thought, of word, and deed are mine. Every sin that you have committed in the past, every sin that you are committing now, every sin that you will ever commit in the future is mine. In my baptism, I took up your sin. I took them into myself and onto myself all the way to Calvary's cross. The sinless one became sin for you. Jesus, the only one ever 
who is truly innocent and should be set free, takes all sin for all people for all time into himself. You know what that means? It means he took your sin. Your sin into himself. Luther called it the great exchange. The sweet swap. God in Jesus takes our sin. God in Jesus gives us His righteousness. Jesus, through His perfect life, obedient, innocent death, and glorious resurrection, triumphing over sin, death, and the grave, has won the forgiveness of sins for you. That is God's perfect justice. Jesus dies your death. Jesus pays your penalty. Jesus breaks the prison of your sin and sets you free. He sets you free. This is justice. God's justice. Perfect justice. Your justice. Sadly, the world wants nothing to do with the justice that Jesus brings. Jesus brings justice for the whole world. And the world rejects this justice. The world rejects the gospel. Jesus has, has firmly established His justice. His gospel throughout the whole world. In your heart, through the waters of holy baptism. Don't get me wrong. Human justice is a gift of God. God gives us human justice so that there is order in our world and order in your family and order in your life. We should strive for a better human justice system. We should pray for our leaders that they be men and women of integrity, not prone to bribes or coercion, so that justice would prevail so that liberty would prevail this is a good and god-pleasing thing we pray for our leaders whether we like them or not whether we voted for them or not whether we contribute to them or not human justice is a good thing but my friends Human justice cannot save you. Human justice cannot forgive your sins. Human justice cannot give you eternal life. Only Jesus Christ can. Only our servant who brings true justice in this land. My friends, nowhere in God's holy word does he promise that everything in life will be fair. 
In fact, he says quite the opposite. He says, in this world you will have trouble. And then he says, take heart. I've overcome this world. At time, you will suffer injustice. At times, you will suffer shame. At times, you will be the weak and the oppressed and the brokenhearted. But take heart. God sends His servant, Jesus, for you. He is baptized in the Jordan River for you. He fulfills God's holy law for you. He dies on Calvary's cross for you. He rises victorious on Easter for you. He ascends into heaven and rules all things with His power and might. He does this for you. He establishes earthly kingdoms and authorities for you. He delivers Good Friday and Easter in the waters of holy baptism for you. He preaches His love into your ear, especially in the words of the absolution. My son, my daughter, your sins are forgiven. He knows that in this world, this world of chaos and injustice, there is grief and heartache and turmoil. So he feeds you for the journey with the very body and blood that our servant Jesus shed on Calvary's cross. My friends, do not lose heart. Servant Jesus brings true justice. True justice for the world? Absolutely. True justice for you. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our lives, our earthly leaders, our human justice, in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.